Hello. Welcome. We are the intern ministers at Community Church of New York in Manhattan. We are Unitarian Universalists in the process of becoming ordained clergy. In this podcast, we delve into the life of an intern minister. We explore the ways our lives and internships intersect and how this is ministerial formation. I'm Megan Henry. I'm Carrie McAvoy. And we're... And we're... Revving up! <laughs> Hello, listeners and viewers. We're uh, Welcome back to Revving Up. Uh, welcome back, Megan. Um, we're so glad to have you with us and uh, our community as well. Um, looking forward to this ongoing conversation on our Facebook group. Uh, you just go to Revving Up and Listening Community for that. That is our Facebook group. And uh, you can always send an email to us at podcast at ccny.org. And keep your ears peeled for the announcement of the live event in December. So with all of those details out of the way, Megan, how are you doing? Thanks, Carrie. That's very nice to be back. I missed being here with you and our community the last couple weeks. Um, well, I'm doing, I'm like not better. I'm doing okay. I'm, uh, so I've been sick for three weeks and that's been weird. There've been worse and better times during those three weeks. Um, and it's just, it, it's very destabilizing for me. I have been a person who's been blessed with having a very um, sturdy and healthy physical body that I could rely on um, for all my life. And I'm 49 now. So that's a pretty long time of getting in the habit of relying on my, um, my body being healthy. And even when I would get sick, I would get over it really quickly. And so, so what's happening with me is that my liver is not functioning correctly. It's like something's, something's attacking it. It's, it's like having to deal with something, something is limiting its ability to function correctly. So it's weird. <laughs> and, um, I like, you know, it's not filtering out the stuff that it would normally be filtering out. So, so the Billy Rubin are like coming out through my skin or something like that, which makes me really itchy. Um, and I'm very exhausted and there is, you can't, I don't think you can really see it on here, but in the light of day, you can see that my, I'm jaundiced and my eyeballs, like they're like yellow down there. So, um, the way that this had originally manifested was through being very, very nauseated and not able to eat very much at all. It just made me sick to eat, just to even think about it. So I have been on, it's like a long-term thing, turning into a long-term thing for me and, and not, not used to something taking this long in terms of um, healing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you for asking. And um, 
one of the things that I'm recognizing is that it's not a personal failing on my part that I'm sick. Right. Um, sometimes we get viruses or there are things that happen to our bodies um, that, you know, I, I, we can't, we've ruled out all of the really bad things. So I don't have any of the hepatitis. Um, as far as I can tell, I don't have cancer. <laughs> which is like one of those ones that you don't even want to like mention the word but um (laughs) yeah so um and it's it doesn't appear to be autoimmune either Hmm. so and it's not my gallbladder which through an ultrasound everything looks really good and it looks fine in there like I have a kidney stone in one of my kidneys that's been there for at least three years but that's not what this is Mm -hmm. so you know uh, where I had some more blood drawn today and they'll do more tests on that. And, um, maybe I just have a mystery virus that needs to work its way through my system. In the meantime, I've had to, you know, change a lot of like my life style in many, many ways, uh, as far as like what I eat and cons- what anything I put into my body. And also I'm just really exhausted. So I need to sleep a lot. Yes, I'm so sorry you've been so sick. And um, I'm sure that this feeling of not knowing what it is, not having um, something, not getting back to normal in any particular reasonable time cycle is is really scary and really disorienting, as you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is. And this idea of back to normal is something that's really been um, you know, on my mind. And as we were talking about before we started taping, it's like all over our world, there's this idea of back to normal, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and what does that mean? And, you know, for me, uh, I've always, I've been, I guess I've been living so long with a very short-term healing mentality. Like it doesn't take me very long to heal. I get well very quickly. If I ever even am unwell, you know, it's just like, it's very quick process. So it's kind of like, oh, I just, you know, I have a day where I rest and then I'm better. Or I go to the doctor and I get a prescription of something and then I get better. And it's not a long arc of healing. It's a very short-term kind of thing. And uh, in one of my classes in at Needville and seminary, something that we, uh, my um, project partner and I were just talking about is this idea of a technical fix versus an adaptive change. Mm-hmm. And the thing about adaptive change is that it takes a long time. And a technical fix is like a, a, a quick fix kind of thing, which is what the kind of the mindset that I have been in around my own healing. Mm-hmm. is that, you know, it's just a technical fix. Like oh, I need a day of rest or, oh, I need to take an antibiotic or, you know, whatever it is. But now I'm in this long-term mystery, like illness situation where I'm coming up against um, adapt, you know, adapting and having an adaptive change of the long arc of healing. I'm feeling that long arc of healing and seeing it in front of me. And I'm just so early in it. You know, I've only been sick for three weeks. You know, when I think about it that way, whereas before I was thinking, oh my God, I've been sick for three weeks. But now I'm like, oh, I've only been sick for three weeks. 
-hmm. It's going to be a long thing. And that can, that means a lifestyle change. It means a lot of changes. It means a lot of adapting. Yeah. 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 um, That you're talking about how this is a, this is a long-term thing. Uh, It reminds me of when my husband died and the healing process was not linear. It was nothing that I could fix in any short way. It's um, I had to settle in for the long haul and knowing that I would always be dealing with it to some degree. So um, I think part of it is that change in mindset um, where there's, there's actually in the short term, I think I can fight against something. It's like, okay, I just need to just need to get power through this. And you don't really, you, you make some lifestyle changes in the short term, but then, you know, it, it'll eventually go back to normal and I can just live the way that I used to, um, which is why um, maybe some behavior changes don't, don't last the, um, like if I'm trying to diet or for, or something like that, then I change my behavior for a little bit and then I get to the weight and then I'm like, ah, I don't have to do that anymore. So, um, so there's this, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with this adversity in the short term mm-hmm. in, in certain extreme ways, but then I'm just going to settle back into life as it was before. Mm-hmm. And there are certain times when that is not possible. Mm-hmm. So that, that reminds me kind of what you're, what you were talking about. Yeah. And aren't we all pretty much faced with that right now because of the COVID pandemic? Yes. Like it's, there's not a short term fix and it is not a short term thing. And the, and there is a desire to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of talk of like back to normal and thinking about what that like, do, have we, are we in a healing process from what, what we've been going through? Like, is, are we healing? Are we admitting that we need to even heal? Or are we just thinking, well, let's just get back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we just need to power through this, power through. Power through. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I don't know about in other parts of the world, but that's like a very, that feels to me like a very like United Statesian cultural type thing of where it's like, um, power through, um, you're not feeling well, well, that's okay. You can be back to work, uh, you know, get back to work as soon as you can. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) it's mm -hmm. just, you know, we have, we have a cultural imperative to be productive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's been a big shift in many people's perceptions, um, at least that I've noticed here around in my orbit and just like things that I see online of people who are talking about like, well, but I, my job sucked and I don't want to go back to it and I'm not going to like, you know, I was living a life pre COVID that was unsustainable. Mm -hmm. I was running myself down and I don't want to go back to normal because that was awful. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of criticism of that. But I think that criticism is coming from this capitalist machine mm-hmm. of our, our, our cultural imperative to be productive citizens and to be keep, you know, moving onward and upward and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an um, economic system based on growth, 
always more, always more, always more. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, that's something that's got to give, you know, maybe that's not where we're at anymore. And also this, this concept of normal, like it's static, like we can actually identify a normal that it, that mm -hmm. stays the same. Um, so that's, so we can't, normal is not what it used to be because we've been, we've all been through this global, really difficult and existential crisis and we're still in it. Yeah. That's gotta change us. That's gonna change us all, it already has. I think something I said in my um, pandemic reflection um, at community church during the service on Sunday was something like, I think I kind of just like ended with like, we, this has changed us all. We have all been changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's like, what do we do with that? Right. Do we allow that change to inform who we're going to be in the world moving forward and being present in the world? you know, do we allow it to do that? Or do we go back to normal? Do we recognize that we need to heal? And, you know, what does healing look like? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna look the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. What does healing look like? That's a really, that's a really good question. So Carrie, mm -hmm. what does healing look like for you? Healing looks like for me, I mean, this is, this, this answer is going to shift, you know, it's, it's nothing I can really pin down, but I'm at least at where I'm at right now. Um, I have do been doing a lot of work about getting more connected with my body. Um, the pandemic has forced me to slow down. Um, I don't have the distractions of social events that I used to. I spend um, a lot more time alone. And as an introvert, that's not always that big of a deal, but, but it's, it's been to a very extreme amount. Um, so I really have needed to figure out how do I how do, how do I connect with my environment and be okay with that? Like um, being in my house, walking around the neighborhood, that is, that is my life. And how can I be um, okay with that? Grounded with that, not seeking more than that, appreciating when I get the opportunity to do more than that, and also how to reach out in this new environment I find myself in. So it's um, connecting with my spirit, connecting with my body, connecting with my mind, um, and really trying to integrate all of, all of those things. And knowing that that, that whatever experiences I'm having, whatever um, whatever's around me right now is, what is most important? Yeah, well, I really appreciate what you said about being present with what is. And I am, um, and as part of that healing process, and 
I, um, so for me healing, gosh, you know, this is a, this is a hard question for me right now. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. What does healing look like for me? I'm in some ways it is, um, you know, in an, I'm like in an ideal world, <laughs> I would be able to set aside all of my work and school obligations and be able to really focus all of my mind and my body and my spirit just on getting better. And since I don't live in that perfect world and I haven't figured out a way to say no to everything, I'm part of my healing process is just figuring out what things I can say no to, what things I can let go of to create more space in my life, in my schedule, in my calendar, um, to be able to rest and to do some things that feed my spirit. Um, you know, yoga and breathing and taking walks and going to look at art, going to a movie, things that just help me feel um, like just help me feel like a human <laughs> that's living my life that's not just going from task to task to task. <laughs> um, so that's part of the healing process for me. And a big, a big part of it, which actually became very clear during the worst parts of the pandemic when we were all locked down and you know isolated in our individual little units around the world. Um, I found that for me, I'm as a, I'm a religious humanist, I think. And a big part of, so for me, being in touch with the divine or being in a sacred, being with the sacred, um, God, whatever, however one conceives of that, for me, that is, um, that's around connections. It's around being in community. It's um, being able to be with and spend time with the people that, that I love and, and who love me. And so when I'm separated from community, I feel it feels like a separation from God. So I figured out ways during that pandemic lockdown to um, be in community differently from what I had been and what I had been used to and just to maintain those connections and deepen those connections. And then um, now that is something that has been part of my like ongoing that long arc of a healing process because there's been so much separation because of so many different things, not even just the pandemic, but even before that because of life, because of work, because of there's never enough time to be together. There's never enough time for that conversation. There's never enough time to hang out. Well, that's really been damaging to me. And so the kind of long arc of my healing process has been to rebuild those communities and those connections. Thank you, Megan. That's, that's really powerful. And it reminds me how uh, much of our work as ministers is to build community, is to build beloved community, right? Um, this, this, this idea of our Unitarian Universalist congregations being covenant-based, 
and mm -hmm. how um, this is a system of accountability. This is a system of authentic authenticity. This is um, vulnerability. It's it's all of these things that build powerful and um, close knit and um, you know just communities that can change the world. And, and it starts in our homes. It starts in our congregations. And so. Um, it's really got me thinking about what does healing look like in our communal spaces. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a great I think framing question to keep in mind as we do our ministry work. You know, mm -hmm. just thinking about that all the time and how do we build those spaces that are those sacred spaces and places outside of the um, usual systems that we're engaged with um, in the larger cultural milieu. Um, how do we create those sacred special spaces and communities so that that, that individuals within those communities can then can feel it and recognize it and then can take it out into their other communities, right? And start building those kinds of communities and kind of that whole idea of the, the pebble that drops into the still pond and ripples out. Mm -hmm. And there's many of those pebbles dropping in all these different places and those ripples are rippling out and run coming together. And um, yeah, I think that that is a vision for communal healing on a larger level. Mm -hmm. And that's a long arc. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also, um, we were talking about this before in our discussion before our recording session about how there's healing and then there's adaptation. Like um, we, uh, I've heard a lot in the news and in spaces talking about, well, when, it, when things get back to normal after the pandemic, mm -hmm. um, they won't be normal there'll be a new normal, they'll be different. So how do we heal, but then also how can we settle into what is mm -hmm. and realize that there's no quick fix mm -hmm. and um, figure out how we can do things differently and maybe avoid or build a world where um, it looks more like the good lessons we've gotten mm -hmm. from pandemic times. Mm -hmm. How are we um, more focused on what is good for our bodies and souls instead of just production, instead of just perfection, running from place to place? How do we, how do we build a world more like that where we have time to make those really deep connections that you are missing so much, Megan? Mm -hmm. And um, maybe build a world that's that's more heal that allows it uh, makes it easier to heal. Mm -hmm. I'm loving this conversation and I cannot wait to hear what our listener listening community thinks about all of this. You know, like what these questions that Carrie just asked, what is, what are your answers um, to these questions? How do you heal? What does healing look like for you? Um, on all, all these different levels, right? Um, so 
won't you please um, engage with us? Uh, we can, we have this listening community on Facebook and um, we also have, you can email us. We're happy to get emails. We love to get emails. Um, we can bring up your comments in our podcasts. We can um, share what's, what's bubbling up for people and continue this conversation. So please do join us in this. The more of us that are talking about it, the more just, I don't know, the better. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. This is, this is a, such an important conversation to be having right now. Yeah, yeah it is. So important. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks thank for welcoming me back. Thank you to Bertus for um, being our guest while I was gone. Um, and yeah, much gratitude. Let's all get healed, people. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.